Hello everyone, my name is Chancellor Sturgeon, and welcome to The Grove Podcast, your one-stop shop for integrity, motivation, self-help, and a genuine all-around positive podcast. Thank you for tuning in for this journey, and I really hope that you enjoy it. What is going on, you beautiful fucks? How are y'all doing in this quarantine economy we got going on here? It's your boy Chance coming in. And I know it's been a fucking minute. Because I had to re-download this app to even do anything. To even fucking record what I'm recording right now. Yeah, it's we're in strange times right now. And uh, I was thinking to myself, I said, man, I got a lot of fucking time. I got a lot of time to just do absolutely nothing. I, uh, I got three new plants. So right now I'm, I'm sitting on my, on my patio right now. I don't know if you can hear the, the lovely birds as, uh, you know, sewing up my own bird myself. Uh, I got... A money tree. I just bought a uh, tomato plant, a strawberry plant, and a chamomile plant. These are the three I bought. And then uh, I got some agaves. I got two of them. And uh, yeah, like I said, life's a little weird right now, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we're we're sit we're all sitting at home, not being able to do anything. You know, I'm not, I'm not able to train, so I've just been running a lot. I've been running a shit ton. But running only gets you so far when, you know, you like fighting and boxing and everything like that. But you, you, you imagine, like, I, I was talking to my friend uh, Chapa about this today. You imagine that had not not even probably like a hundred hundred fifty years ago, right? We were relying complete uh, majority wise hunting hunting and gathering culture in which we had to go out and get our own product and you know, meat, rice, beans, the essentials in our daily diet were a lot harder to come by. How interesting is it that in the most technologically savvy era it's it's very hard to come by meat, beans, and rice. When we thought that we were cultured we thought that we had a we had the knowledge, we had the power to have everything at our fingertips, only to realize that everything is gone. And now I say I say everything sparingly. You know, I say it, you know, as if everything is gone. Everything's not really gone. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we probably got, we got, we do have some, you know, 
supermarkets and everything that still have stuff and they're still going to be putting on products and stuff onto the shelves because you know they'd go out of business themselves and then we would all have to result to plundering and thievery in order for us to obtain the um the things that we need in which that's where i think that some of this is kind of coming from and we may have to result to if uh you know we as a people don't inevitably start to calm down because it's like oh shit you know we're 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 sitting here and we're quarantining ourselves And we're inevitably fucking up everybody else because of our own selfish intentions. How does that, like, how does that work for everybody else? Do we just say, you know, fuck off single moms, fuck off elderly people, single, like just young people as well that aren't relying on their parents for substance. You know, where where do we inevitably just kind of draw the line and be like, shit, we made a mistake. And how do we get there? You know? Where do we... Where do we go from here? I mean, like, we're, this this is something that we've, we've never... We've never even experienced in what we know as a modern society. I mean, we're clearly defined as a modern society in which, you know, we've had surplus... America is the country of everything is big, everything is supersized, we have so much of everything. When people come from foreign countries to come, you know, obviously visit America, they are astounded by how much shit we have, right? You know, I, I, I've, talked to, uh, I've talked to friends, teachers, and, you know, instructors, and they talk about, like, for instance, my, my kickboxing coach. He went on and on and on about how America has everything. That when, you know, a a $50,000 50, truck here that we would have that we could easily or, you know, selectively pay for here would cost $100,000, $120,000 in Brazil, where he's from. And that, you know, the food that we have, the... The supplies that we have are just what make, it's what makes America amazing. And this is a reality check, America. I mean, we're defined as, quote unquote, the greatest country in the world when our people, our neighbors are coming through and we're acting out of fear out of selfishness 
And, you know, as a, as a Target employee, I'll tell you this, that, you know, not until, like, legitimate time after did they start putting limits on, um, on how much product that you could buy from one. So right now we have a, we have that you can only buy six dry goods per person, like per cart. Um, you could only buy like one egg product per person. You could only buy, um, two cases of water, one thing, of toilet paper, or it was like one paper product. And they, we should have been enacting that in the very beginning. Like the, this, this should have been thought of immediately. They're like, oh shit, these people are going to probably go really crazy. And they're going to buy everything in stock. Because you imagine, you know, unfortunately, the world's not very smart. We have people fighting over toilet paper, over meat products, and over all these things that if we didn't buy all of these things the way that we did, we would actually still have products on the shelf. If we came in as a intelligent group of individuals that, shit, I don't know, bought normally, or just bought a little bit extra. But instead we have individuals who came through and picked up 30 cans of soup. 18, 18 boxes of pasta. Took as many beans, as many bags of rice. Took 10 cases of water. I've told this story at least 100 times now. Uh... The Wednesday before the Thursday that everything kind of started going crazy, I put out 250 cases of water, right? So at Target, we have an end cap. We had an end cap of Nestle and a home location of Nestle, as well as the, you know, the Ozarka for Texas. Uh, So Ozarka, um, Dasani... And then uh, Target has their market pantry or their good and gather brand. I put out 250 cases of water that Wednesday. So I worked from 5 to 10. And at the ending shift, I put, again, 250 cases. By the time that I clocked back in that that following Thursday at 5 o'clock again, all 250 cases of water had been bought from the end cap, the home location, any gallon jugs, all of that were gone. In a matter of straight fear, all of the water was gone. That was at that time, you ready for this? I'd put out all the, the stuff that was in the back. Every bit of it. Everything that was in the back was up in the front. That whole following shift, I had people almost fighting each other. I had an individual who uh, was getting very tense and very like, you know when you, when you see somebody 
and you know that they don't like you and you know they give you the stare and then their body language is very aggressive had multiple people do that whenever I told them we were out of products which probably not even a week before shit maybe a couple days before these same individuals would not have reacted the way that they did but instead they they act based off of their animal mind their animal instinct of I'm gonna get what I want with brute force selfish inevitably right now ladies and gentlemen we are living in a selfish time period in which um, you know we're not allowed we're not allowed to hug we're not allowed to shake hands we're not allowed to you know be around a very large amount of people and uh, the thing that Chapa and I were talking about because America is so big and so proud we've never known what hardship is like not any of us that are alive right now that are you know 50 and under 40 and under, let's say 40 and under. We don't really know what like true hunter and gatherer hardship is. Yes, you know, you can say chance there are poor people out there that don't have food, don't have money, um, don't have electricity. And I'll say, yes, they definitely understand hardship. But now, even their hardship is amplified times 10 because. What are food stamps going to get you when there's nothing there? What are, what is, what are these soup kitchens going to be feeding the homeless and the poor with nothing that you can't buy at a store? It's even worse. You know? And I could, I, I could be extremely pessimistic about this. I mean, there, there's definitely optimistic views and beliefs about this and what chop and i had been talking about was this is like a hard boot a hard boot of our entire society our world as a whole it's it it we just hard booted our entire (laughs) like civilization none of us are going outside there's probably like little to no like litter there's no public gatherings where people are getting trashed and embarrassing themselves barely any music is being made um no tv no sports um you know no products we're having to go back down to our roots a little bit even though we have technology, that, that's a very selfish way of saying it anyway, but going down to our roots of being by ourselves and realizing how much it really means to have people, to have each other, the people that we, we bounce our ideas off of, the people that we talk to on the daily, the people that we go train with, the people that... You know, we go to work with and we're we're allowed to touch, we're allowed to slap hands, we're allowed to give hugs, ask them how they're doing on the usual. 
now we're having to speak about the negative things. We're having, as if we haven't already spoken about the negative things, talking about, you know, shit someone said to you, talking about all the the dumb stuff that, you know, we people think about on the daily. But now we're having to talk about something that's real. Something that's a legitimate pandemic that we have had no preparation for. We have no idea how to deal with. That we are living every day, day by day, expecting the unknown to come around the corner. Most of us sit inside. We get high. We watch. We watch everything. Phone, TV, video games. We watch out the windows as people walk by. Wondering what is truly happening. Because this is a very interesting time, ladies and gentlemen. Something that, you, that we've never experienced before. A worldwide reboot of society. We're finally seeing the things that we took for granted as necessities. And, and inevitably, I, I feel like things will even out. Things will level out. We'll start to... Um, We'll start to realize that, you know, we can take care of this and, you know, we'll get on back on the track. But I think that this this has been or this will be a, a good thing for society. I think we're able to finally realize that the things that we have can be immediately taken away. Food, water, electricity. You imagine if the power grids went down. How many of y'all out there have solar panels? How many of you out there have gas in like a canister in your garage that, you know, you'd have to, you know, preserve for driving to the store that has no power? So... Uh, do you know how to salt all of your meat, all of your products, so that they are preserved longer? Do you know, do you know how to cook and cut things so that they don't go bad, or as bad as quick? Do you know how to preserve? Do you know how to hunt? Do you know how to fish? Do you know how to trade? Most some some of you, uh, some of y'all out there, and I'm not calling you out aggressively. But some of y'all, all y'all know how to do is peel the package off and stick it in the microwave. All you know how to do is put food in your mouth. That's what we've lost as, as a culture, is, is self-sufficiency. And that's why one of the things that's extremely attractive in men and women alike is self-sufficiency. We find that um, we find that individuals who are their own person, who can cook, 
knows how to fish, knows how to take care of themselves, looks good. Like even so, people that that like don't look good but are self-sufficient are more sought after than just people that are look good. But self-sufficiency in, in this in this we are we are we are in the turning of a new age. Some people say that that when 1999 hit 2000, that was the turning of a new age. No, no, it is not. The turning of the new age is now. How are you going to react to this? How are you going to deal with this whole pandemic? Will you survive and thrive? Or will you lay down and die? That is the ultimate question that I ask you. Because I would like people to reach out and have conversations. You know, the, you know, hit me up on social media. I actually deleted all my apps, but, you know, if and when I do download it, I'd like to talk to you. Like to see what's going on with everybody. It's, you know, we're, we're, we're in a world we need each other. Even though that I've 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 had a majority of you know negative beliefs about what's going on, we need each other. We need to see each other. We need to love each other. We need to be. We need to be around each other. That's we're humans. We're not isolators. Even though we can't train, even though we can't do most of the things that we want to do, we need to show some love, baby. You know, give, if you, look, you're not doing anything at home, give somebody a call that you haven't talked to in a minute. Try and mend old relationships as best as you can, because you never know, you never know when today could be your last day. Could not, it could not be the coronavirus, it could be the flu. That's the one thing that we forget, everyone. We're focused so much on, a vi- on, on one single virus that it could be even something else that kills you. Car crash, an accident, poisoning, or just the fucking regular flu. Focus on the fact that we're living our life right now in a new age. Be grateful for what we have. Be grateful for the small things, the people that are in your life. Be grateful for the time that you're living in, that you're alive, that you have health, that you don't have the coronavirus, that you don't that you don't have the flu, you're not sick, that you're living in a time that we can reset, we can be filled with love. And ultimately I think that everybody is gonna be okay. Think that we're going to make it through this and that this is a learning lesson about how much we should appreciate each other, how much we should love each other, and how much we should just fucking keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. There's always going to be negative people. There's always going to be bullshitters out there. There's always just going to be people. And guess what? 
Bill Gates is still isolating himself the same way as Joe Blow down the street. Bill Gates may have a lot more stuff, but he's no more human than you and I. Everybody's human. Don't put anybody on a pedestal. Anybody can get sick. <laughs> That's the funny thing about it is that we like to put people on these pedestals because of social media status, because of all the things they're doing, because of all the you know, money or objects that they have, but they're still in isolation and quarantine just like the rest of us. They, are, they, they still have nothing to do. They're still having to be in the house and not go out. Imagine all of California is completely quarantined. They're not allowed to leave their house. And now they're making it to where they're not allowed to even go outside, do anything, unless they have a legitimate reason. No one's social media status is going is to change the fact that they can't go outside. I hope this brings everybody down to reality to a point, but at the same time, I hope that everybody's safe. I hope that everybody is staying, you know, hydrated, staying good and healthy. If you can, go outside, go run, go do some push-ups, stay active, don't be lazy. Try and do a little bit of reading, play some guitar, do something that you can do for yourself that just really makes this time go by a little quicker as well as makes it to where it's not a waste but it's more of a benefit for yourself as well as the rest of society. I'm so glad that I got to talk on this. You know, being cooped up a little bit, I, I, I was talking to Chapa today, and uh, he was like, bro, we should, we should make a podcast. And I said, dude, I have a podcast. I haven't posted to it in months. And I told y'all that I was going to do it, and I'm still a little iffy about it just because... I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I used to talk about all my issues, all my problems, all my beliefs, and I went and I sought out therapy, and honestly, the therapy made me want to talk about it a lot less, to where I was just like, ooh, I don't want people to know what my issues are, I don't want people to know what I'm thinking about, you know, I don't want them to know about me, because then I can hide, but... That's something that I'm having to work on as well. I mean, look, look, ladies and gentlemen, even in this fucking quarantine, the one thing that we got to realize is that we are never going to be perfect. We are never going to do everything right. We are never, and I mean ever, going to stop growing. Every seven to eight years, we are completely changing as people. I am not the same person that I was last year, let alone six months, let, ago, let alone two hours ago. I'm always changing, I'm always adapting, I'm always doing something different. And the same with you. I'm not someone special. I have nothing special about me besides the fact that um, besides the fact that I got plants next to me. That's the only thing special about me is that I'm sitting outside compared to, to a shit ton of people in quarantine sitting inside. Trying to enjoy myself, watching people as they sit on this patio, listening to the birds, talking shit to myself, and just being a human, man. I like being a human. I like, I like just being able to live 
I like having technology. I, I like seeing people do what people do best. Why do you think reality TV shows and vlogs and all these things are super popular? Because we're able to watch people without actually watching people. We can escape without actually being there. And, uh, shout out. If y'all, uh, hit me up on all the social medias, at Chance Lesturgeon, uh, for Instagram, and at S-I-R-M-I-S-T-E-R-E-V-A-N for Snapchat. And, uh, fucking say hi. I don't give a shit. Let's see what's going on. Tell me about your life. Tell me about something while you're doing... What's the weirdest thing that you've been doing since quarantine? What's the weirdest food that you've had, you've eaten? Some fucking, some canned cheese, Ritz cracker bullshit you got going on. Because I know some of y'all got some nasty ass food mixtures that you got out there. I, I've heard some fucking disgusting ass stories about uh, Vienna sausages, canned cheese, and Ritz crackers that just made me want to fucking die. But hey... Hey, different strokes for different folks out there. If that's what y'all like, I fuck with it. But that ain't me. All in all, to conclude this shit, y'all have fun. I'm excited to see what the world has to offer in this time, in the time of need, in the period that we're at. Because, I mean, fuck it. This is going to be an interesting time. I'm neither optimistic nor pessimistic about what's what's happening right now. I'm going with the flow. I'm seeing how everything is. It's it's something that's uh it's gonna be real fun to watch, real fun to see how how people are gonna react to um, how people are gonna react to the world that is emerging. From this pandemic. Or it could be the world that is. Slowly. Turning to ash through this pandemic. Regardless. I'm still alive to see it go. Thank y'all so much. I appreciate it. And I hope y'all have a fucking wonderful day in quarantine. Hope y'all have a fucking wonderful day at work. Keep your chin up. Keep fucking going forward. And as always. Spark one up and have fun. Love y'all.